This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So, the only thing left to say is... You win? Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too, so that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants, 18 plus, rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This programme was previously broadcast live on Love Sport Radio, so some items may be out of date. Phone-in elements of these shows are not available, but if you'd like to comment or give us feedback on our shows, you can tweet us at Love Sport Radio. For more podcasts or to listen live, visit lovesportradio.com. Alternatively, you can find this and other podcasts on iTunes or Spotify using the keyword Love Sport. Well, thought we'd start with a bit of a Chelsea mega mix there, kiddo, at the start well, it, of the show. I, I didn't know where to go. I didn't know whether to be regified or to be uh, ballad-like. I don't know what to do there. <laughs> Love uh, it. That's me singing on that, you know, in the background, singing, Chelsea, Chelsea, gonna make it a blue day. Were you with Suggs and all that, or no, were you? I, he was the following day. I did the day before, because of the writer who sat next to me, right. a guy called Mike Canaris, and we... Uh, um, he said, we better do all these backing tracks, he said, because I'm not sure the players will be able to sing it properly, which was fair enough, actually. Yeah. You know, cause kind of the back, so the backing of it was myself, a chap called Sam Blewett, and a couple of other guys. I can't, I can't remember. Oh, there we that. go. Oh, but, I yeah. had to play royalties. Well, maybe not play, play that one again. I don't know about that one. <laughs> <laughs> this, of course, if you haven't already realised, is the Chelsea Fan Show here on Love Sport. And me, Matt Beadle, with the boys from the Chelsea Fan Cast, Jonathan Kidd. Whoop, kiddoo. Dave Chidgy will be joining us later in the show. Plenty to come up uh, over the course of the next hour or so. Hakim Ziyech has signed from Ajax. Massive signing in the summer. That one we're going to be looking ahead to the game with Manchester United coming up. Old boys, Nemanja Matic and Juan Mata returning to Stamford Bridge and Odia Nogalo. Will he start? Will he not start? By the looks of Instagram and social media, he is fit as a fiddle. Of course, he's got nothing else really to do at the moment, has he? Because he's not been able to to go on that tour with Manchester United due to fears of coronavirus spreading. Ben Parsons, writer for StrettyNews.com, will be joining us later in the show. Just quickly, before we get into all things Chelsea, bit of breaking news at the moment that Manchester City have been banned from European club competition in two seasons after being found to have committed serious breaches of UEFA's club licensing and financial fair play re- regulations. Now, kiddo, you weren't aware of this news no, before you came I've into gasped. the studio. I've, I'm, I'm astounded. I was, uh, I was agape, wasn't I? I was, what? I'm intrigued. To, does that mean that they'll just miss the place? Whole of England will miss the place. Well, so will that be? There'll be another one available. Would it so be? we're waiting for confirmation on exactly how this is going to work as to whether the Premier League will be punished. I don't yeah. think they will do because in terms of our coefficient ranking yeah, yeah, we should, we should still be fine in which case this really hots things up for Chelsea for Spurs for Sheffield United yeah, for, and, and what about the managerial situation Absolutely. there is he going to leave what about the whole process of, of players wanting to play in the Champions League will they all ask for transfers it's a uh, oh it's a uh, oh it's a fair um, uh, kettle of um, you know chips no, what's the expression <laughs> I can't find the expression. It's unlike you, Jonathan Kidd, to not know the expression. But I tell you what, we're going to stick with the fact that it is a fair old kettle, kettle of, of chips. chips. It certainly is a fair old kettle of chips. But huge implications for wow. Manchester City, for wow. players, for Pep Guardiola. Of course, only yesterday was he saying, do you know what? Maybe they could sack me. A bit tongue-in-cheek, but he did say maybe they could sack me if we don't get into the Champions League. I will have failed. Was he teeing it up, Jonathan Kidd? Was he? Is this going to be an easy out for Pep Guardiola if he says, well, look, I'm a Champions League 
manager, there's no way I can stick with the club. Well, it looks like it, possibly, if he had a he had an inkling. It's, uh, a kettle of fish wouldn't work either, would it, actually? <laughs> all in all, that wasn't a very good very good image. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm intrigued by, by what that was all about. Perhaps that's been rumbling on for the last few weeks, and perhaps he hasn't, therefore, been focused on it too too much, on the... On the on the form of the team, there are so many implications behind this. You'd have thought they'll get it reduced to a year, but even then, a year out, or perhaps they won't. Perhaps I mean, is this is this all to do with uh, with, with with fair play? I don't. Yeah, quite well, get I the mean, implications they've, they've got previous, haven't they? Yeah. I mean, in 2014, they struck that ridiculous agreement. I was saying to Johnny Burrow from the Posh Boys on Drive earlier yeah. that you know they struck that agreement to be fined rather than banned. Yeah, and that's how right. that was, and how they were able to do that well, yeah, after Chelsea it, had been banned for by by saying we're going to actually fight this but it's almost as if they said it's a fair cop and consequently they were allowed to get away with it but then why therefore have they have they applied these these sanctions upon them yeah as a consequence well it's interesting isn't it because the the emails that have been leaked that these alleged internal emails that are apparently a cover-up and the spiegel released these didn't That's they, right, they leaked these them, yeah. last yeah, month yeah, covering up yeah. true sources of income now this is all to do with uh, FIFA Fair Play as you mentioned FFP compliance there will be an appeal naturally this is subject to an appeal to the Court of Arbitration for for sport the big thing for me kiddo amongst all of this is that with these emails that came out last month and the Guardian of course have been reporting on this is that City haven't disputed the authenticity of these emails they've not come out and said no that is categorically untrue they have in their statement just a few short minutes ago basically complained about the UEFA chief investigator and they've said they're disappointed but they're not surprised by today's announcement they think that this has all been done before any investigation has properly begun and that the subsequent flawed and consistently leaked UEFA process that that UEFA chief investigator uh, oversaw has meant that there was little doubt in the, the result that he would deliver. So, in a sense, this is old news. They're saying that it's just a recapitulation of the. They were. Uh, I mean, the, the fact that the statement came out instantly. Yeah. But didn't we all feel that there was something odd going on all the time as to how on earth they could afford all these players for that period where they just bought everybody? And, and meanwhile, Chelsea are worried about financial fair play and are, and, and are producing accounts saying, no, that one matches that one. It's OK. We can't buy them and whatever. And that was frequently in the programme saying, no, due to financial fair play, we're not allowed. We can't buy many players this, this transfer window. And yet there they were buying. And there was a feeling amongst your average fan that something just wasn't right. And there, there were supposed deals going on, alleged deals within, you know, they would mask something by doing an accountancy deal by, by saying, oh, no, that's us. That's someone else. And in fact, it was just them giving themselves the, their own sponsorship deal. That was the kind of, uh, of um, premise that I heard was going on. Yeah, the, the fact that, but that was that. Yeah, they so. seem to rebuild a defence for around yeah. 150 to 200 million pounds in one summer. So, yeah, yeah 100%. I mean, everybody always says, don't they, this is a, a club run by a country. Um, yeah, plenty more to come out on the news that Manchester City have been banned for two seasons from the Champions League. Also fined 30 million euros. So, give or take uh, a few million, a 25 million pounds. But yes, drop in the ocean, a drop in the ocean fine. for Manchester the, City. Uh, the process of them not earning any money at all. Why, well, even that's... That's a, a drop in the ocean as well, but uh, with, as you say, being financed by a small country. But uh, it's still, um, it's not being involved in the Champions League is the main, the main punishment. Absolutely yeah. huge. And like we say, huge implications for the Premier League too. Chelsea currently there. You've got Sheffield United, yeah. Manchester United, Everton, yeah. Wolves, Spurs. And what for the Europa League? Does this now mean that the team that finished eighth We'll get into the Europa League. So Burnley. Yeah, there you go. Back in it. Sean Dyson. Oh, no, not again. I have to go through another short summer. I can't believe it. Yeah. But yeah, plenty more to come out from that. We'll update you on anything as and when it happens throughout the evening here on Love Sport. Right now, as I said at the top, it is the Chelsea Fan Show. And I tell you what, it's not just breaking news on Manchester City. Our guest here, our ardent Chelsea fan, Jonathan Kidd, has a bit of breaking news too. Well, I, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm on something called um, The Likely Dads on Radio 4, which is coming up. And it was a conversation between uh, three stand-ups and me all about uh, fatherhood. And it was done in Manchester a couple of months ago. And um, it's one of six, I think it will be. And it's, this was the first one, this was the pilot. And we were funny enough to uh, <laughs> to get commissioned. So, uh, but I, well, it was... Um, it was so funny. I've forgotten who they were, the, uh, the the stand-ups. But it's that thing of stand-up wit and uh, mind is so on the ball. I was just completely blown away by these guys. And it was just trying to get in in the holes and trying 
didn't say things about uh, being an elder dad. They were all just talking about fatherhood. I was talking about being ancient and being a dad, which uh, which was novel. I think I had a little role to play. But yeah, we're uh, um, it's a company called Made in Manchester that uh, produces these things, and um, uh, and they're making five more. And this is the uh, this is the first one of it, and I'm I'm featured on that. There was a lovely little picture in the. Uh, on Twitter that was doing the rounds as well. So we, were you happy to be a, a comedian yourself? Well, well, I'm, well I'm, you know, it's, you have to rely on your wits. You think, well, mm. when, when, they're, when they're talking, I'll wait for it. I'm, a trouble, I'm, I'm an actor that way. I, I wait for moments where I can leap in when there's a silence. You know, I give them their moment, whereas they're just leaping on, they're on top of each other. Oh, yeah, and I know that, and that's going on like this. And, oh, well, I think that's happening like that as well. You know, it's all, it's all on top of each other, whereas I'm, I'm trying to be a bit more modulated, but just telling tales about my 11-year-old daughter and the ridiculous things she got she's got up to in the last 11 years with uh, having a father who just likes doing funny voices so well big market fatherhood i tell you what it is uh, very topical at the moment the podcast and all sorts about being a dad so plenty yeah, of material yeah, to yeah, summon yeah, huge kiddo. amount huge amount in fact i had it all written down on my ipad and it was one of those moments where you fail to get them all in you know you're just having you're straight you're fighting for the for your own moment but uh, no it's a very funny show they're very funny guys doing it none of whom I, I'll, I'll remember who they are in a minute and i'll look them up in fact but uh, okay but no it was uh, it, it's really worth having a listen to that lovely stuff Funny. we can find that on radio 4 yeah, on... yeah I'll, I'll find i'll find the date as well lovely i've come in unprepared oh there we go there i we sprang go. it on you yeah, just yeah, like i, I sprang the man city news yeah, yeah but that, that was great because i i was agape as i said my mouth was my <laughs> mouth dropped in amazement to move on to news that you are well aware of, of course, and that is the news that Hakam Ziesh. Now, well that pronounced, is, by the way. Yes, yeah, so Ziesh, not Ziek, not Ziesh. 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 Yeah, very important. That he, he's, he's quite harsh on this as well. He wants Chelsea fans to know that yeah. it's Ziesh. So make sure when you get those those chants going, whatever they may be, Chelsea well, fans. Somebody's already stuck the Hakim Ziesh song on the Fabregas song. With right. the, he wears a magic hat. Or somebody's always done that. Mm-hmm. So, but I'll, I'll, I better see what they've rhymed. Whether they've rhymed Ziek with something. Yes. Because it won't work then. It will it? not work. Ziesh. And you can't have fans singing out a wrong name because you want him to perform. But first and foremost, Kiddo, your reaction to this news. 26 year old, we've seen <laughs> him uh, produce many a decent performance in the Champions League. Of course, that's where we've seen most of his football. He has been brilliant in the Eredivisie for Ajax 2. Not an Ajax product. He was at Head and Vein. That's where he started. Yeah. And then FC Twente was where he went to after Head and is just quite phenomenal. All these... <laughs> wow, brilliant. And, and on to Ajax. Just so you speak like that for the rest of the show, if that's all right, if you want to do that. So, so do that. Okay. The entire show. Yeah, for the entire Crikey. show. Yeah, yeah. No, possibly not. Um, uh, yeah, I think he was great. He was great for Ajax in the, uh, in the 4-4 draw. He was phenomenal. In fact, we were just all saying, wow, wouldn't it be great to have a player like that? And then to read whether it's true or not that Chelsea have been pursuing him for three years and and getting uh, whether they do this kind of due diligence on players now and finding out about his personality and whether he'll mix and... uh, um, uh, and I don't know what he what he eats and whatever when his his what how many assists all the stats and everything they must pile up now and it actually it 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 um it gives the lie to this business of the the board not caring about anything and anybody when when he revealed that Frank revealed that they've been trying to get him for the the January transfer window and it just didn't work out because Ajax wanted to keep him till the summer which was that with all the all the the Twitter RT were throwing their toys out of the pram saying that nobody was uh, you know the board had cocked it up again and so you know after a bit you just you despair of the whole thing I mean I actually I queried even this transfer uh, with uh, with with Liam Toomey on he you know he said it's a fait accompli and I said um surely if we're linked with somebody we shouldn't be jumping the gun should we and he gave me short shrift and did he yeah yeah by saying no no mate he put that word mate mate is an interesting twitter word mm-hmm. does it mean you know oi or does it mean friend you know yeah. but he put no mate this is absolutely happening so it's great no I think it's wonderful I think he's exactly the type of player that Chelsea need um already established brilliant number of assists but once again it's it's people were saying uh, great we don't now need a striker what i'm sorry uh, where's that come from you, of course you he, he will they will choose other players that they will attempt to set up for the summer which is clearly what this transfer window did and has been doing and it won't be uh, i'm afraid it won't be mertens and it won't be cavani because they'll be 33 and a half 30 almost 34 won't they by the time the the next season comes around so people still wanting them to come and know it'll be It'll be younger, springier models of uh, of strikers that can then get their head on on these wonderful crosses. And in fact, you've got he crosses the ball beautifully in the same way that um, Reese James crosses the ball mm. with that kind of whip on it and that fade, which is just phenomenal. 
So if you've got two of those coming in, my goodness me, that'll be fantastic. So I think this is a, a terrific signing, really top signing. And that classic wonderful left foot to coin another cliche, yeah, of course. Yeah, he went viral, yeah. didn't he, last season in that game against Bayern Munich in the Champions League with yeah. that diag that was filmed from right behind him, right into the uh, into his teammates. But path. he scored the, the corner as well that went yes. straight into the into the goal over Kepper's head. An interesting, we'll be interesting to talk about whether Kepper or Caballero is going to play on Monday. Which ah, be, yes, we will definitely get into that more as well on Ziyech as well when Dave Chigi comes on. Just to quickly finish before we move on to how Ziyech is going to fit in to this Chelsea side. Lovely, lovely to see the reaction from Ajax here. And you wouldn't have expected oh. anything less. The oh. boss, Eric Ten Hag, had spoken before the move was 100% completed. He said, I've known for a long time what Hakim wants. He has a picture in his mind. He knows exactly which clubs he's find interesting and which not. Chelsea is a fantastic club. When it's final, I'm happy for him and I'm very proud of it. And a tweet that the club put out yesterday when the news broke and it just said, hey, Chelsea, you have to believe in his magic and great things will happen. And then there was just a video of all his great moments. It's what you love to see, isn't it? Oh, it's fantastic. I'm surprised, though, that one of their top players is almost, why didn't they try harder to keep him? I suppose he comes to the end of his contract and he said, I'm not going to renew it. And part of an acceptance as as Ajax, I think. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but no, uh, uh, wonderfully gracious. A really gracious thing to be doing. And uh, also... um, uh, admitting to his excellence, which just means they've made a completely superb purchase, and I really think hope it stops the uh, the idiocy that has uh, that permeated the whole of social media about this, because it has been idiotic beyond belief. <laughs> it has been idiotic, but this is a player that is definitely going to be a Chelsea player next season. Looking forward to seeing where he fits in, but where will he fit in? We're going to be discussing that next on the Chelsea Fan Show here on Love Sport. We've all got one, and we're not afraid to put it on display. Our opinions, that is. Share yours now at Love Sport Radio on Twitter, or call us 0208 70 20 558. Love Sport Radio, your fan station. It's the Chelsea Fan Show here on Love Sport, and me, Matt Beadle, joined by Jonathan Kidd from the Chelsea Hello. Fancast. I'm delighted to say that we now have Dave Chigi on the line too. Mr. Chigi, how are we? I'm all right, chaps. Better late than never. Mate, always, always, always good to have you on. Better late than never indeed. We're going to talk a bit of cricket in a moment because I know you two guys are big cricket fans. England uh, planning, hoping to level the T20 series at the moment with South Africa. Just got another wicket there from Chris Jordan. Brilliant uh, bit of bowling from him. We'll give you a bit of breaking news on that. But also, Chigi, we want to touch on this news regarding Manchester City. Spoke to it, spoke to Kiddo about it before in the first quarter of the show. But City banned for two seasons from Champions League football. They've been fined €30 million too. This will have huge implications. Pending appeal, of course. But if they appeal is not upheld this has huge implications for the Premier League absolutely hilarious Matt I literally I literally found out I was listening to you lot before uh, this show went on air and I heard it in the news and I just absolutely laughed my head off I mean it's just hilarious I mean you know number one it's been a long time coming this is what happens when you get you know financial doping with state-sponsored football clubs uh, secondly uh, you know if they're not playing Champions League football for two years then I can see Pep disappearing because it gives him a great out to go, doesn't it? Because there's already been rumours that he might, you know, disappear at the end of this season. Um, and of course, it has implications for uh, who gets into the Champions League. Now, you know, we've all been talking about it for the last few weeks, all getting a bit worried about whether we'll finish top four or not. But I would imagine, even if, uh, as Jonathan was quite rightly saying in, in part one, you know, we know what this is like. You know, we appealed to Cass and and, and we got uh, some of the ban rescinded and I would expect City will do much the same. But there's a very good chance that they'll miss Champions League football at least next season. So that means that the top, you know, anybody who finishes in the top five will get into the Champions League. So that takes the pressure off us a little bit. So uh, uh, I'm just overjoyed with the news, to be honest. I thought you might be, Chidge. I thought that might be your reaction. <laughs> what I like about this story, and I was saying this as you as you said you were listening earlier on to on Posh Boys on Drive, I was saying this to Johnny Barrow in the sense that as football fans, we almost start to lose faith a little bit in the powers that be in the governing bodies about 
they're clamping down on teams like this. And we saw in 2014, they struck an agreement with Manchester City that they wouldn't be banned, but instead they'd be fined. Now, this just goes to show that with the assistance of Der Spiegel, to an extent, I suppose, with with leaking those emails, those alleged internal emails, which City haven't disputed as well from last month, that they are clamping down. They've remained looking into Manchester City. And if there is wrongdoing, they will absolutely expose it. It's so important for the sport and for the fans' perception of the sport. Well, absolutely. And I mean, I know it sounds unbelievably hypocritical as a Chelsea fan when you think that the way that Roman Abramovich completely changed the the, the ballpark when he came in in 2004 and spent all this money. But we know, Jonathan will back me up on this as well, is that, you know, for obviously completely selfish reasons and to make it a close shop, Chelsea have been very, very fastidious in keeping to FFP. So, you know, they will be delighted that somebody's being called out on it because, of course, it strengthens their position and also validates it in some way by trying to keep within those rules. And, of course, if you're trying to keep within those rules and people perpetually break them, it puts you at a disadvantage. So, you know, no doubt the club will be delighted, as delighted as I am, I think, as will many others. Absolutely. Now, we're going to move on to Chelsea in a minute, but just a quick update from the cricket too. South Africa, 160 for five as things stand. Of course, chasing England's total of 204. England need a victory to level the series. It is potentially, you know, we'll go to a decider in that third third T20 clash. Yeah, I think they're going to win it now, actually. Do you think 45 so? 45 runs off, to, off three overs. Well, Chris it? Jordan just bagged a double, didn't he? He, he was did, on a hat trick. He did, but he's a fantastic death bowler. Uh, Chidge, he's wonderful, isn't he, old uh, Jordan? Well, at the I, end of innings. I feel so- Sorry, go on, mate. No, go no, on. carry on. I'm just saying at the end, I was asking you a question. At the end of innings, I think he's great. Well, I, I feel so denied because I was sitting there watching this before I wandered upstairs to be on this call. So I feel really denied that I'm not watching it. I mean, you're right. I mean, what, 18, 17 balls to get 40-odd runs? You've got to say we're favourites for this. You know. with, with Wood. But, I mean, look what happened the other night. They yeah, blew it the true. other night, They did they? complete. Well, that's because they were batting and the pressure was there. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, no, it's just anyway. a, they've got one. It's just one run here. I just want to say about, about the... Um, the hello, you, by the way. Uh, hello, Hello, sweetheart. <laughs> Almost said darling. Just so how theatrical we are. Hello, darling. Um, I just want to comment on, once again on on the uh, the graciousness of Ajax with. Um, yes. How do you pronounce his name again? Uh, Hakim Ziyech. Ziyech. Hakim Ziyech. When at the same time they're um, they've been complaining about the referee and asking for some kind of compensation over the Champions yeah. League um, business with um, with the referee make, making two errors by not sending. Daily blind off uh, for the first foul and letting game the game play on and then um, Adoy has the shot and it hits the bloke's hand and he prevents the goal and gives the penalty away so it's two it becomes two um, uh, two red cards and uh, I didn't quite understand why UEFA got involved and said it was terrible refereeing it should never have happened because to me it made absolute sense which is that you play on for the first one because Chelsea are in an attacking position so you don't penalise Chelsea and it just so happens that the bloke then handles the ball and is sent off and it's a penalty how is that uh, wrong um, could somebody tell me about this somebody ring in and say who's a referee saying why that is wrong I'm sorry I don't I don't get it but, yeah. um, but anyway I just wanted to mention that as well because at the same time you know we've got the we've got Ten Hag saying how appalling the decision was, and it's uh, and it threw them out of the uh, of the Champions League. And he's graciously saying how wonderful um, um, Hakim. Uh, <laughs> <know> again? Ziyech. Ziyech. Ziyech is, and uh, uh, and even puts it up on the website, which I thought was uh, a phenomenal, phenomenal piece of uh, understanding. Oops, a six has been hit. Oh dear. Wood has bowled a full toss, and Van der Dusen has just hit it over the boundary. Anyway, Talking of Dutchman, yes, Dutchman. Can I just say, by the way, likely dads, who they all are, likely dads. Um, former Blue Peter presenter Tim Vincent is the host, okay. and the guys on it were comedian Russell Kane, who is just so sharp. It's not true. Um, another fantastic uh, comedian, uh, Mick Ferry, um, uh, older guy with a beard, and Sean Hegarty, an Irish guy. And myself offering uh, 
very, very old. Wow, what a, ideas. what a group of people there. Yeah. I'll yeah. tell you what. Do they all sure... play for Ajax? <laughs> <laughs> well, well, if we spoke like that, they would all play for Ajax. Speaking yes. of, of decent groups of people, gents, of course, Chelsea FC have a very decent crop of youngsters, a very decent crop of English youngsters. Now, much of the chat post Hakam Ziyech's signing, which will uh, fully come into effect in the summer, is about who he is going to potentially dislodge in the Chelsea team, if anyone. How are things going to look when Hakim Ziyech comes into Chelsea's lineup? Chigi, I'll come to you first. I don't think he will dislodge anybody because I think, you know, I think Pedro's absolutely going to go and I'm beginning to think that William might go as well. So he's an ideal replacement for for him. And I think the interesting thing about Ziyech, however you want to pronounce his name, uh, I mean, he can play on the right, obviously, and he can play on the left. So... It's it's a perfect kind of signing for Chelsea in a way because, you know, he's no spring chicken. There has to be said he's, what, 26, 27. So he should be in the prime of his career. He's got a beautiful, as, as you said, a wand of a left foot, Matt. Uh, but he has that flexibility to cr- to play, you know, right across the front three, which I'm really loving. Not to mention the, his delivery is superb, as we all saw uh, you know, in the in the in the four four when Ajax came to Stamford Bridge, I suspect Kepper's not too happy to see him. He's probably still got a headache from the ball mm-hmm. bouncing off his head and going into the net. Um, the only other thing I would add on this, I don't know if Jonathan's seen this, but you know, Frank I think made this point in the in the press, didn't he, uh, about the fact that what we need is somebody who can both create and finish off uh, chances. And, you know, Ziyech has got, he's ranking, uh, in, in a ranking of the top eight European domestic leagues since 2017-18, Ziyech is first for assists and chances created and thirds for shots taken. Um, it doesn't mention how many goals he's scored, but he's scored over 100 in his career. So he knows how to find the back of the net. I'm really, I'm really, really happy with this signing. Not least because we've been saying for the last few weeks, don't go and panic buy useless players who then get stuck on your books for God knows how long. Uh, you know, wait, be patient, but start doing your business now. Don't wait until, you know, August the 1st or August the 20th before you sign anybody. Get your business sorted out now. So I think, that we I can think start. Chich, they were sorting it out in... Uh, yeah, uh, uh, before, so they say, before, yeah. yeah, before, but I think they've been looking at it for three years, they said. But I actually think that... I think they've done this with several other players as well, you know. I think yeah. that's what they used the transfer window for and they couldn't get them. But it doesn't mean they're going to stop trying to get yeah. them and as you say there'll be a clear out you know we can already work out who the players going are going to be which we've discussed on the fan cast and in terms good of news, jk sorry matt no no, no you're you're okay buddy uh, in terms of his goals that you mentioned they got 21 and 17 assists last season of course bagged the ix player of the year award he's produced six this season 13 assists so his statistics speak for himself we're going to get back yeah. to him in a moment but we do have a caller on the line junior has joined us junior i believe you want to talk about that handball in the ajax game I did, yeah, I was even doing first of all. I wanted to, um, I, I was a bit confused as well when I first saw it. My personal opinion on, on it was this. I, I want to put it in a different context. Let's say it was a Chelsea player. Let's say if Abraham committed a second power, a second yellow card offense, the game played on, there was a counter-attack and he scored. I, this was my sort of perception. If he scored, surely he shouldn't, he shouldn't technically count, but he should have been sent off. I, I, I reckon there shouldn't have been two red cards in that game. The game should have stopped there and then this, this is where I got a bit confused I'm, and I wanted to see if, if, if you're going to reprise them but it was, it was if I remember rightly it was Kovacic who yeah. was uh, who was splatted by um, uh, Blind no 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 he was what I'm saying is on, on a different context let's, let's say the, 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 the player that was supposed to be sent off from the challenge on Kovacic oh yeah let's, yeah. Say, the, the, let's say if the played on and the, the, the player turned around and he scored surely that should that, should, that would have been an even worse situation but technically, he should be sent off. Even though he played on, there is an advantage. He should not be on the pitch. So let's say he scored two minutes on if, if the game carried on. Yeah, but he, so surely there should be a rule where, where if, if there is a power, a second offence for a red card, shouldn't the play stop there and then? So there shouldn't be two red cards in one play. Yeah, no, 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 I hear what you're saying, but, but uh, he's allowed to, to give the advantage to the attacking side rather than stop the game. 
because he's because because Chelsea were in a really good position. I think they were they they were two on they were two on uh, were three on one or something three on two. I'm just confused as to. No, no, no. Great, thank you. I'm so pleased that you phoned in when I said could somebody phone in because it's good to debate this because this is the kind of thing that you know I'm, I don't understand why UEFA came in with this when to me it seems absolutely perfectly obvious that he played an advantage. And because Chelsea had an advantage, a big advantage, a great, great advantage. and yeah, and uh, and then somebody commits another foul. So what he does is he he punishes two players for two for two red card offences. So I don't see what the problem is, you know. But I've you, you probably, whether you've heard me before, I've I've got a big thing about refs at the moment. I think it's all all over the place, and uh, and uh, you know, I just think. Um, no, but thank you. It's really great of you to ring in. Really appreciate it. Fantastic. Thank Lo- you, mate. Lovely stuff, Junior. Top stuff for coming on there to discuss that handball in the eyes. We're still wondering just what was the right decision in that particular game. Right, we're going to move on, speak about the Manchester United game coming up on Monday. Big, big game in the Champions League race, which, of course, has now been thrown wide open because Manchester City have been banned for two seasons from European football. We'll be talking a bit more about that next on the Chelsea Fan Show. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Cheech. JK. In all the years you've been following Chelsea, you hardly ever miss a match, home or away. But how would you feel if you couldn't be there and it's not on TV? Oh, Chich, I'd be bereft, inconsolable. The thought of missing my beloved Blue Boys live. <laughs> it's all too much. <laughs> I know, JK, I know. It's all a bit too much, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> well, panic not. NordVPN have come to the rescue. They have? Yep, NordVPN allows us to watch any match, even if it's not on live TV here. They do? Yeah, they do. With just one click, they switch your virtual location to a country which is showing the match, and they act as your cyber bodyguard whilst online, protecting your personal data and sensitive info like card details and passwords. Oh, wow, great. Uh, But yeah, I bet that'll cost me a fortune. Actually, JK, it's only the price of a cup of coffee per month, and you can use your account across six devices. It's a bargain, JK. And best of all, no more tears for you. Oh, thank you. Thank you, NordVPN. I'm so happy. I could cry. <laughs> Where do I sign up, Ginge? Well, to get the best discount off your NordVPN plan, go to nordvpn.com forward slash Chelsea Fancast. There's no risk with Nord's 30-day money-back guarantee, and you'll help support the Chelsea Fancast. The link is in the podcast episode description box. For the fans, by the fans, Love Sport Radio. It's the Chelsea Fan Show here on Love Sport. Me, Matt Beadle, with the guys from the Chelsea Fancast, Jonathan Kidd and Dave Chidgy. He's so engrossed in his phone, he's forgotten to say say kiddo. Unbelievable scenes there from Jonathan Kidd. Quick update from the cricket in Durban. It is 20 runs required for South Africa off eight balls now. So I tell you what, it is looking very, very tight. I tell you another thing. It looks like you will not fall short of finding some fried chicken in Durban. Crikey. (laughs) (laughs) They've got got people dressed as um, the colonel um, standing uh, and exhorting people to cheer. Yeah. It is everywhere so, uh, you look. Everywhere isn't you it? look. Everywhere you look. Everywhere Chicken you look. all over the uh, all over the outfield. Um, they got them in a big bucket, haven't they? They, they have. You can win, got, a, yeah. win a prize to go and talk to one of the commentators in a big bucket. Yeah, they're Very hanging. Surreal. They're hanging. Oh god! So they've just sliced another for four. four. They will give you the oh. update as soon as those eight balls, seven balls now at sixteen required of seven balls for South Africa. Of course, leading this T Twenty series by one to nil. Three games in the series, so we'll just see what happens. We'll keep you updated. Like I said on that one gents we're going to move ahead now though to the game with Manchester United coming up on Monday United have won just once in their last 10 visits to Stamford Bridge kiddo you'd like to think that maybe it will be one in 11 well um uh, is Rashford still injured he is yes he will most certainly uh, be out because he won the game individually solo practically with that fantastic free kick and Mm. uh, and looked the best player on the pitch uh, for them uh, in the um 
in the Carabao Cup game. Uh, it'd be interesting to see whether the uh, the new signing. Um, um, what's his face? Odi Nogalo, yeah, yes. Yeah, he's he, not out. He, he hasn't he, been out with the team in Marbella. He's been uh, training. We've seen videos of him on Instagram, on Twitter, doing all of his training. Of course, the fears of coronavirus spreading throughout Manchester United's training camp and the rest of the country. So he's remained, of course, came over from Shanghai, Shenhua in China. So understandably, he's been left at Manchester's training ground. Is he allowed to play? He got, he's not in quarantine, is he? Was no, he, he, he was. It was basically, all the measures have been taken. It, yeah, it, yeah. It, so it, he's hopefully, well, fine. And that's why he's been told not to leave the country because he's already come back into it. Why did they sign him, though, Matt? What, what was the reason behind that? Were they just needed to buy somebody for to placate fans, or there was a somebody uh, missing? Honest, there somebody think... missing there because he he played for Watford and hardly uh, pulled up any trees. Well, did I, he? I don't. Know. I think he did pull up a few trees in his first season in the Premier League, especially in the Championship as well. In terms of placating fans, no, it's not been that because if you wanted to placate fans, you wouldn't yeah, be no, signing Odio Nigalo. Indeed, yeah. Indeed. But listen, it's a six-month deal until the end of this season Marcus Rashford is injured they are struggling up top they don't want to put all their faith in Mason Greenwood of course Anthony Martial at the best of times player, can be Greenwood, like a very very, very good player yeah, very very good, good player you don't want to give him potentially too much football though and suffer from that burnout and we've spoken a lot about that this week when you look at the likes of Michael Owen for example of course maybe too much football too young and was never the same player after he pulled his hamstring in that game against Leeds was he but Igalo comes in he adds a different option I'm quite excited to see how it works, to be honest. Not in the sense of, oh my gosh, Manchester United have found a gem, but more in the sense of, we do not know what we are going to get with Odi Nogalo. So, it's quite exciting. He won't be as bad as that other United player who came on and was um, was at... Uh, or did he play, wasn't it, under Brian Robson? That, no, that was um, the Middlesbrough player, wasn't it? The, the, had he played for United? It was, the, was it Southampton? I'm suddenly getting... You're talking about Ali Dyer. You're talking about Ali Dyer for Southampton. Ali Dyer. Yeah, that yeah, was George yeah, Ware's cousin. Yeah, that's right. Under that's Graham right. Sooness. No, right. no, you'd like to think he's got guy. better credentials. Yeah, there was, there was another guy who played for... Um, Bebe? Uh, yeah, was, that's right. Who hardly ever played at all. For, uh, yeah, he, he came in for about £7 million, but was something of a yeah damp squib. Not really a Manchester United player at all. Two Manchester United players, though. However, Nemanja Matic and Juan Mata. Matic yeah. has found himself back in the reckoning, hasn't he, Chidge? He's back in the Manchester United team. He most likely will play against Chelsea on Monday. Juan Mata there or thereabouts too. Friends reunited. I suppose a bit of an old story you know now. I, did, I do love it, mate. I, I love the way that you put these things into context. <laughs> well, it's a funny old thing, isn't it? I mean, uh, I think Liam, bless him, wrote a lovely piece in, in The Athletic with Simon Johnson about this. Um, and, and matter is so fondly uh, remembered at Chelsea. Very, you know, I wouldn't say uniquely. I mean, we're very good with players coming back to the club, but I don't know why, but everybody just had this real affinity and love for matter that kind of went beyond the normal football thing. I mean, well, obviously... He was player you know, of the year, he, wasn't he, Chidge, for two seasons? And, uh, and he, he, he performed wonderfully. He was a wonderful player. Well, I mean, there were football reasons. He was a great player, lovely to watch. But, of course, you know, he, he provided the assist uh, in Munich when we uh, when Drogba equalised. Then, of course, missed his penalty in the shootout, it should be said. But the fact of the matter is, you know, for all of his wonderful attributes as a human being and an immense skill on the ball, he, he's not the quickest player for a midfielder. So, you know... I, much as I, I I regretted him going, I, I I could see you know why he didn't perhaps fit in, and it's been really interesting actually. I mean, to his eternal credit, I mean we all laughed when Mourinho turned up at United because of course he was his bet noir. Bless his heart, he's outlasted Mourinho, so he's had the last laugh. Matic, on the other hand, again a player I really love, but I you know, and he did all right for us, you know, contributed you know manfully to winning a few trophies, but wasn't quite. Up there, you know, if you if you think about the midfielders we had, you doesn't look at make Frank legendary Lampard, status, SDN, does he? Michael no. Ballock, people like that. He's not up there with them at all, is he, J.K.? No, no. I was saying he doesn't make legendary status. No, like definitely uh, not. I, th- I think um, I think matter though. He had a he had a wonderful wand like wand like foot though, didn't he? As well, in the same way that uh, that um, what's his name again? Mason Greenwood. He's talking no, about no, Ryan no, Giggs. No, no, no. The other uh, Robin Van Persie. No, 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 no. The Chelsea player we've just signed. Hakim Ziyech. Yes, 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 I've got a block now because you pronounced it so well. Hakim Ziyech. He's supposed to have a wand of a foot, isn't he? And I think I think Mata had that. But yeah, he wasn't wasn't hugely quick. I remember at the time when he was sold, we all went, oh, OK, I suppose it makes sense, doesn't it? He doesn't quite fit in the team. And uh, and we went on to win the title that year. So there was a kind of, 
inevitability about it, wasn't there? So you accepted Mourinho's decision because he was he was still uh, had a great reputation for, uh, amongst Chelsea fans and and uh, you know achieved it, his, his usual status by winning the the title at the end of the year. So, um, but yeah, you're right, you're right. I don't know there was affect, an affection for him because he was always he uh, his personality seemed to radiate that, whereas um, Matic is a bit more. Um, steely if you like a bit more sturdy and uh but we had affection for Matic but um yeah. I didn't feel that he um uh, when he was um when s- sidelined by Conte um uh, uh there was a kind of and his keenness to get to United put us off a little bit wasn't it it didn't we didn't we felt that he he wanted to get out of the club we don't really know what went on I just don't I don't know how you evaluate that as a, watching a player some some player you embrace you know, I love Mickey Thomas. I embraced him because of his effort. And yet, at the end of the season, he went. I have no idea why he went, whether he wanted to transfer or whatever. But something about a player, you just love their their effort. You love their personality, in a way. And Matic is a bit less um, cuddly, if you like. I don't quite know what the answer is. His style, you know, his, uh, his, uh, his abilities. He didn't have the same... Uh, pass as Mata had. Mata had a wonderful um, uh, ability to set players up. Matic is much more of a uh, um, a tackler and a destroyer, really, because he played in a different position. You know, so he is indeed a quick update from Durban. It is all happening. South Africa now need three runs off two balls. It is Tom Curran who is bowling this final over for England. I tell you what, Dwayne Pretorius is pulling out all the stops here. There was a very, very close decision that went to the third umpire. It looked like Pretorius might, might have been run out as South Africa desperately stretched for two. They managed it. Tom Curran now stepping up Two balls left for England here, delivered by Tom Curran. We'll keep you up to date as to what happens. Tom Curran stepping up now, and it looks like it is a wicket. It's a wicket. It is. Oh. England have got a wicket there. <laughs> Lovely stuff. So that looks like it could, it could well very nearly be over. So close for England now. South Africa requiring three runs off just one ball. Van der Dussen is uh, disputing that call. So that we might see that one go to review as well, kiddo. This is the Chelsea Fan Show here on Love Sport. Back in a sec. Giving your team a voice. Love Sport Radio. The Opposition View on Love Sport. It's the Chelsea Fan Show here on Love Sports. Soon to be moving into an opposition view. We have Ben Parsons, writer for StrettyNews.com, on the line. Now, we left you with what appeared to be an England wicket in their clash, their T20 clash with South Africa. It did go to review. It has been given now. Dwayne Pretorius has been given out to South Africa, requiring three runs off one ball. That will be Tom Curran to deliver that Ball fortunately now coming to the crease, so we'll keep you updated as that happens. I imagine it'll be a couple of minutes or oh, so. Exciting. Very, very exciting. It's all happening, of course. Manchester City as well banned for two years from European club competition. They've been found to have committed serious breaches of UEFA's club licensing and financial fair play regulations. They've also been fined 30 million euros. It throws the Champions League chase wide, wide open in the Premier League. Right now, we're going to quickly get some reaction from Ben Parsons, writer for StrettyNews.com. Hello, Ben. Hi, how are you doing? Yeah, good, thank you, buddy. Thanks for coming on the line this evening. Plenty going on, mate. City banned from two years from Europe. England about to win, hopefully, the second T20 clash with South Africa. And Manchester United travelling to Stamford Bridge on Monday. Yeah, I was just going to mention how much of a big game it is for the top four, but now it looks like it's going to be a big game to try and get into the top five. It looks like, obviously, Sheffield United's chances of a Champions League place have just gone up a notch tonight as well, and Arsenal will be interested. It's just huge, (laughs) isn't it, mate? The implications that this will have, and the team... The, the boys have been out in Marbella, of course. Odion Agallo has been at home. He's the name on everybody's lips. Is he going to start? Is he not going to start? What do you think? Is he any good? <laughs> I think Solskjaer's mentioned that he'll be travelling with the players. I'd be very surprised if he can get in ahead of Martial and Greenwood. He's obviously had no time to be integrated with the squad because he's been quarantined. But I think he's just going to be a bit of a bit part player. I can't see him starting in such a big game when, when we haven't seen anything of him. I think... I'd like to see him in the Europa League against Bruges next week, really. 
Is it is he in because Rashford's uh, injury is quite serious? Is that the reason? Is that I one... think it's got to be, hasn't it? Yeah. I mean, you look at we went through so many players trying to sign us in January. We saw Josh King and you saw obviously Howland, who obviously would have been a great signing, but we've ended up with a ex Watford striker who hasn't played in the Premier League for three years. I'm not sure he can really do the business against Chelsea, but we'll have to see. <laughs> I think Rashford was having a wonderful season. The goal he scored in the uh, Carabao Cup uh, from the free kick was absolutely fantastic. Um, did you go yeah. to the game? Were you at the bridge that night? Or did you watch it on the I telly? Wasn't at I the bridge last... <laughs> yeah, I wasn't at the bridge last night. That was a magical goal, wasn't it? I think the difference in the two games we've played Chelsea this season has probably been Rashford. He scored two at Old Trafford on yeah. the opening day. Yeah. And then obviously that free kick then, but I think we lose our biggest threat without him and I think Chelsea will fancy their chances even though we've beaten them twice this season. And I think the opening game was a kind of a, a, a game of exploration, wasn't it, for, for both teams because I think you thought that that was it. Your season was going to be fantastic because of that, that great display. But at the same time, Chelsea had a few chances and were undone on the break. And uh, so we took a lot of hope from that, which I think was then proven by the way that we played over the next couple of months which was uh, with the similar kind of attacking style and, and crisp passing that has actually been escaping Chelsea recently so uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to it I think it'll be a really good game actually because it means it means a lot I think it will open up I mean people have been saying um, that'll be it you know Chelsea will be in the top four I think the season is is still unraveling I think there'll be lots and lots of uh, of uh, different results going on. I think everybody will... will I, I don't think there'll be any consistency because I just think that's the way it is. I think you, either side could lose on Monday and and still finish above each other, I think, uh, or even finish above possibly even City, I just think, or even Leicester. I just think it's all it's all to play for. Even How many games did it go? 13 at the moment, aren't there? I still think it's too early to predict because people are saying, oh, that's it. If Chelsea beat United, there'll be a bummer. I don't think so at all. I think it'll go down to, uh, as with last season, I think some teams will have dreadful runs. And I know you mentioned Arsenal there earlier about getting into the top six. I'm not convinced they will at all. And they keep saying that Arteta somehow is give it, getting it, getting their, their mojo back. But I'm, I'm not convinced. I think they've, they've blown it for the thing. They've blown it. I'm, I'm contradicting myself here to an extent. But, uh, but uh, I just think that, um, I think uh, United, uh, Sheffield United of the team to watch for the moment because nobody can work out their system. It's quite remarkable, actually. Ben, I just want to touch on Bruno Fernandes and what your opinion is on this signing and the fact that it seems to be the case that with a lot of Manchester United fans, Ole goes and signs Bruno or Ed signs Bruno. Whoever signed Bruno means that Manchester United will now be bona fide Champions League contenders. But we need to all just calm down a little bit, right? We need to all calm down. Bruno Fernandes isn't going to suddenly turn Manchester United fortunes around. There's a danger here that if fans aren't patient, it could all go wrong. Oh, absolutely. Don't get me wrong. I think Fernandes is a brilliant signing, but we saw against Wolves in the nil-nil draw, we didn't really look that much create, more creative with, with him in the side. I think, obviously, a lot of that's got to do with Solskjaer, but he still hasn't got the players around him he needs. We see in the summer, we're getting linked with Grealish and Madison. I think he needs another attacking midfielder around him that he can play off to improve. But I do hope he can be the difference at the bridge on Monday. What, 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 what were his strengths? Rashford. Having watched him, what, what are his strengths? Fernandez is he uh, is he speedy? Is he a, a, a very creative? Is he is he got a good tackle? What, what what's what's it about him that makes him a, a special player? I think it's just how tidy he is on the ball. I think United fans get used to, have been used so used to week in week out seeing Andreas Pereira and Jesse Lingard, who I think will probably be on the bench now against Monday. You just in transition in attack using the ball so easily doesn't give us the opportunity to go forward and suddenly we're on the back foot again. With Fernandez, he provides some continuity, some maturity, keeps the ball, and that's that's so important. Ben, uh, it's Chidge here. Um, the, well, last time United turned up at the bridge when they when you beat us in the Caribbean Cup final, I mean, basically you part the bus and then sucker punched us on the counter attack. Do you think Ollie will yeah. try and do the same again? Oh yeah, I think he'll set. I think he'll set up with five at the back again. I can't see it mm. going any different. I think. I think it'll be a bit of cat and mouse, really. I don't think. Obviously, Chelsea might be a little bit low on confidence about winning the last three games, but I think it'll just be whoever can get that goal first and then sit back on it and hope to break. Mm, okay, Ben, I've got to push you, mate. You've come on the show. You've spoken quite candidly about Manchester United. What is your prediction for Monday? Um, 
probably going to be a bit unpopular with Chelsea fans here, but I'm going to go for a, a, a 1-0 away win. Park the bus and a 1-0 win. <laughs> <laughs> ah, lovely stuff. Ben Parsons, thank you very much for joining us. Writer thank for com. there. Quick update from the cricket again, gents. Tom Curran, he has been successful. Uh, a Decent slower ball, which he tried a couple of times in that final over. Bjorn Fortuyn tried to do the old classic flick, flick to the old short final. It didn't work out on that occasion. Adil Rashid catching him. England winning on that occasion. It is one apiece in the T20 series. It's going to go to a decider. So exciting stuff there, kiddo. I'm looking forward to that. <laughs> I bet you are. Are you looking forward to Monday? What's your verdict on the game? Uh, I think we'll win. I think we'll win uh, 2-1. It's very difficult to ever say you'll lose because you come across as a as a miserable so and so, don't you? If you say, "No, I think the team are going to lose," sorry. So it will always say, but I, I suppose you could say it was a draw. But I really do actually think we'll win. Yeah. Okay, I think it's six teams that are separating the team, Chigi, as things stand. There is this perception that United have almost been a bit of a bogey side to an extent with Chelsea, but it's not really accurate, is it? Like I said, well, one I, I winning mean, ten. This season they have because obviously yeah. we got thumped four 0 and we lost two one on the Caribbean Cup, as I said, but. Generally, no. I mean, we've got one of the, the best records against United, I think, in the Premier League. Um, and as you said earlier on, I mean, we've only lost once of them at home in the last 11, 10 matches or something. That's right. Um, I think it'll be, you know, it, I do worry that, uh, you know, as Jonathan will, will no doubt uh, agree with, you know, we've struggled against teams that have basically parked the bus at Stamford Bridge. We find it really hard to break them down. And uh, as I said, we were sucker punched in the Caribou Cup. So I hope we've learned our lesson. I think an early goal for us will go a long way to helping us win. And I do think uh, I, I do I do think we'll we'll win. I think two one. But I wouldn't I, equally. I wouldn't be surprised if it was a draw. I never ever predict Chelsea losing, as you know. There we go. Okay, gents. So we've got two couple <laughs> of predictions there. Yeah, principles always the same. Chigi, <laughs> thank you very much for joining us, buddy. Pleasure. We will catch you. You'll be on weekend breakfast, of course. So Tomorrow we'll see morning. you then. Tomorrow nice morning. Nice and early for Dave Chigi. Make sure you tune in to him on weekend breakfast with Paul Mortimer. Well that done, will be Chige. from 8 a.m. here on Love Sport Radio. Kiddo, it's been nothing but a pleasure. Is that good? Oh, yeah, nothing but a pleasure. Nothing, nothing but a but, pleasure. Let me analyse that. Yeah, thanks very much. That's mm. good. Yeah, I've got it now. Yeah, yeah thank you. <laughs> Vice versa. Lovely yeah, yeah. stuff. Okay, the Chelsea Fan Show will return next Friday. We'll be reflecting on that game with Manchester United. Catch us then. Thanks for downloading this podcast from Love Sport Radio. For more, go to lovesportradio.com for all the latest podcasts, news, and views. Or for more, follow us at Love Sport Radio on Twitter. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNuggets share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.